Hey, this is Pastor Stephen, lead pastor of Jesus is Alive CMNB. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. We really hope that today's teaching encourages you, inspires you, and empowers you to follow Jesus like never before. Let's go check out today's message. Maganda magandang araw po sa inyo lahat mga kapatid. Pastor Stephen and Jenny here. It is a great opportunity to minister to you once again para sa part 2 ng hindi naman actually series pero accidenting naging series called uh, Covered in Prayer and Armed with Praise. We are so privileged to be with you this uh, day. Mga kapatid, kung nasaan man po kayong parte ng mundo ngayon, please let us know where are you streaming from? Sang lugar, sang bansa o sang parte ng bahay? Because I believe na this is going to be a powerful service, mga kapatid. Amen. What a wonderful worship we had earlier. Pero kami naniniwala that the best is yet to come. We ain't seen nothing yet. Ang presensya ng Panginoon ay narito sa lugar na ito. Amen. At alam kong nandyan din sa mga bahay ninyo. So before we proceed, mga kapatid, because we are so excited to share this with you, let us pray. Let us bow down our heads. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this wonderful opportunity. Salamat, Panginoon, dahil alam namin na ikaw ay kasama namin. Sinasamahan mo kami. And as we continue, Lord God, studying and learning, uh, receiving revelations and wisdom from you, base po sa aming pinag-aaralan with regards to prayer and worship, we pray, Lord God, na bawat isa sa amin ay i-cover mo with your blood. Nang bawat isa sa amin ay maging handa, Panginoon, sa anumang sasabihin niyo po sa amin, ang hearts namin ay maging ready to receive what you have in store for us. We glorify you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sige nga po, ilagay niyo sa comment section, I am ready to receive God's word. Amen. So let's start na mga kapatid. So I am still going to talk about dun sa context ng prayer. Sabi ko last time, if we are afraid, kapag tayo'y takot, kapag tayo'y nangangamba, ang sabi ko last time, let us seek God for we know that He delivers and we know that He answers. That if we have too much care sa ating mga puso, meron tayo ring mga worries, meron tayong anxious heart. Ang sabi ko last time, let us cast them sa ating Panginoon dahil alam natin na ang ating Panginoon ay nagkikare sa bawat isa sa atin. Pero alam nyo, ang prayer is not just about this thing. Ang prayer is more than that. Na hindi lang pala ito parang isang kahon na salamin na nakadikit sa wall at nakalagay break in case of emergency. Ang prayer pala is something we do every day. It is something na para bang hindi ka makahinga hanggat hindi ka nakakapag-pray. It is like eating. It is like walking. It is like talking. It is a continuous process, a continuous dialogue sa ating Panginoon. And like what I said last Sunday, ang sabi ko last Sunday is that we go to prayer not just because we need something or we need help. But we go to prayer because God is our God the Father. Because we have a relationship with Him. Because we are intimate with Him. And now let me start with Colossians 4 verse 2. Ang sabi po dito sa NIV, devote yourselves to prayer. Sa NLT ang sabi, devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. But I love it in the Living Bible. Kasi ang sabi ng Living Bible, watch for God. Answers. God's answers. Ibig sabihin, we watch for it. 
that as we devote ourselves in praying, kailangan pala inaabangan natin, inaantayin natin, Lord, may sasabihin ka ba sa amin? Lord, mangungusap ka ba sa amin? Lord, pagkatapos kong ibigay ang lahat ng petitions ko, ang lahat ng request ko, ang lahat ng panalangin ko, ano naman yung sasabihin mo sa akin? It's like watching for it, waiting for it, making ourselves available, ano ang sasabihin ng Diyos sa akin ngayon? That as I pray, as I devote myself in prayer, habang nasabi ko na ang lahat ng worries ko, ang lahat ng cares ko, ano naman ang sasabihin sa atin ng Panginoon? Let us watch for God's answers. Naalala ko nga si Moses, nung time na papupuntahin sila up north ng ating Panginoon, ang sabi ni Moses dun sa kanyang prayer, Lord, if your presence doesn't go with us, we will not leave this place. Because he was watching. He was watching for the answer of the Lord. Tapos naalala, niyo, naalala ko rin si Jacob, nung nakipag-wrestle siya with the Lord, ang sabi niya, hindi ko to bibitawan, hindi ko palalampasin hanggat hindi ko naririnig ang blessing mo. That is what God is telling us today. Nang kapag tayo pala ay nananalangin, ang gusto ng Panginoon ay hindi lamang natin sabihin ng lahat ng gusto nating petitions, lahat ng kung paano niya tayo sinusuplay, kundi gusto rin ng Panginoon maupo ka sandali. Tumahimik ka sandali. And watch and hear kung ano naman ang sasabihin ko sa iyo. God doesn't intend for prayer to be just an event para sa mga certain times. Ang prayer is meant to be an ongoing dialogue. Kaya ang sabi ng 1 Thessalonians 5.17, pray continually. Sa ibang version, never stop praying. Tapos ang sabi ng King James Version, pray without ceasing. Gusto ng Panginoon ng panalangin na continuous. Gusto ng Lord na tayo ay nananalangin ng walang hinto. Ang gusto ng Panginoon that every time we open our mouths, ang kausap natin ay ang ating Panginoon. But why? Because when God created man, He longed for a meaningful relationship with all of us. Kaya nga nung create tayo, sinabi na agad ng Lord that I am going to give you a dominion. Bakit gusto kasi ng Panginoon magkaroon siya ng relationship with us? It is important for our God for us to have a relationship with Him. And you know, intimacy, relationship with God requires constant, continuous communication with Him. Sabi ng Bible, we have a good example when it comes to constant, continuous prayer. At yun yung ating Panginoong Jesus. Ang ating Panginoong Jesus, tinuruan niya ang mga disciples to pray. He prayed before He fed the 5,000 men. He prayed when He blessed the children. He prayed in the morning, sabi ng Mark 1. Ang sabi ng Mark 6, He prayed in the evening. He prayed for His disciples. He is even praying for all of us. He prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. He prayed from the cross. Kasi alam ni Jesus that one thing that, I, that He needed at that time ay yung makausap, makaulayaw, makaniig, makasama ang Kanyang Panginoong Diyos, ang Kanyang Ama. At yun yung sinasabi sa atin, if Jesus did it, why don't we? Na kahit sa anumang pagkakataon ng aming buhay, nasa high time man kami, o nasa low moment of our life, o nandun bang kami sa moment ng mountaintop of valley low, meron man kaming pinagdadaanan, magulungan yung aming kaisipan, pero pipiliin namin na ikaw ay aming tawagan, na ikaw ay aming lapitan. Pagkat kagaya ng sinabi mo sa amin kanina, Lord, you are ready to speak. You are ready to speak. 
you are ready to bring forth your words about what isa sa amin na gusto mong marinig namin ang iyong tinig na gusto mong bantayan din namin kung anong sasabihin kung paano mo kaming binabantayan kung paano ang tenga mo ay kinikiling mo sa aming mga tenga ay sa aming mga bibig kung papaano mo kaming tinitingnan sa tuwing kami mananalangin, ano man ang aming posisyon, nakaluhod, nakahiga, namamalaan siya, naglalaba. You know mga kapatid, if prayer for us is a chore, it is just a responsibility na kailangan kong gawin kasi kristyano ko, we're missing the whole point. Because the whole point of prayer is fellowship with God. The whole point of prayer is communion with God. Ibig sabihin, nakikipag-isa ka sa ating Diyos. Through Christ, sabi ng Bible, nakikipag-isa tayo sa Panginoon na kung saan ang laman ng puso ng Panginoon ay nagiging laman ng puso mo rin. Na kung saan a part of His mind na nakikita niya ay nagiging kaisapan mo din. Na kung saan, kung ano yung kanyang nararamdaman ay nararamdaman mo rin. It's having a relationship with Him. It is connecting to His heart. That every time we pray, we get to know Him more and more. Prayer is an avenue. He made it available for us to come to Him. Hindi natin kailangan pumunta sa sekretarya niya para magpa-appointment. Ang Diyos mismo ang gumawa ng paraan through His Son, Jesus Christ. So that all of us can come to His throne through Christ. Mismong ang Panginoon, ang ating Diyos Ama ang gumawa ng paraan. Kasi in prayer, it is an avenue for all of us para makita natin kung paano gumawa ang Panginoon. Kung paano kumilos ang ating Panginoon. Kung gano'n siya kamakapangyarihan. In prayer, we get to know Him more. Siya pala yung tatay ko. Siya pala yung tagapagligtas ko. Siya pala yung nagpagaling sa akin. Siya pala yung nag-provide ng pangangailangan ko. Siya pala yung nag-console sa akin nung panahon na malungkot ako. Siya pala yung naging kasama ko nung iniwan ako ng lahat. In prayer, we get to experience that. And any form of real communication, nagiging magandang communication kapag it's a two-way communication. Sa amin bilang mag-asawa, for our relationship to be strengthened, kailangan lagi kami nag-uusap sa ating family, sa ating ministry, at ganun din sa ating Panginoon. Sinasabi sa atin ng Panginoon ngayon that we have to come to Him Not just tell Him everything. Na hindi lang tayo ang nagsasalita. But it is about listening to God. Prayer is not just talking, but prayer is pausing to listen to what God has to say. Paano mo masasabing may relasyon ka sa Diyos? May relasyon ka sa isang tao kung hindi mo siya kinakausap, hindi mo naman siya naririnig. And ang totoo, God speaks. Ang tanong lang sa ating lahat, are we giving God a chance to speak? Are we even listening? How can we walk with a God that we cannot hear? We must hear Him. Because if we can't hear Him right, we can't speak right. Kapag hindi natin naririnig ang ating Panginoon, hindi rin natin malalaman kung ano yung pagpre-pray natin sa Kanya. And how can He talk to us when the first thing we do is to, you know, kunin ang ating cellphone, o kaya, basahin ang lahat ng comments, tawagan yung lahat ng matatawagan natin, kamustahin ang lahat ng makakamusta natin. Paano tayo makakapikinig kung lahat ng ginagawa natin is just, well, just watching TV, binging on Netflix, o kaya, we are just, you know, pwede nga, even in, 
in listening to singing about God, talking about God, preaching about God. And all the while, ang gusto lang ng Panginoon is for you to just sit, for you to just take a pause, for you to just take a moment because He wants to talk to us. Naalala ko pag dumadaan kami dati dyan sa NLEX tsaka sa EDSA, makikita natin yon yung billboard na black. May nakalagay na, talk to me. Tapos nakalagay sa ilalim, God. Tapos meron pang ibang version yon Yung isa naman is nakalagay is, we need to talk. Tapos God. Yan. Every time na nadadaan ako dati doon, para bang there's this certain na hindi ko maintindihan para kiramdam, na kapag nabasa ko yung talk to me, parang naiisip ko kagad, Kinakausap naman kita, Lord, eh. Kasi sinasabi ko yung lahat na gusto kong sabihin sa'yo. Nagpre-pray naman ako, eh. Sinasabi ko yung lahat ng petitions at needs ko sa'yo. Pero, napag-isip ako, eh. Na oo nga, sinabi ko lahat sa'yo. Oo nga, yung laman ng puso ko, sinabi ko sa'yo. Pero, teka, natanong ko ba kung ano naman ang laman ng puso mo? Teka, natanong ko ba kung ano naman palang gusto mo para sa akin? Teka, natanong ko ba kung ano naman ang iniisip mo para sa akin? God wants to talk to us. He wants to speak to you. He wants to show you how you can get through this season. Remember the Samaritan woman? Meron siyang appointment kay Jesus. They are just at the well. They just paused. Kinalimutan nung Samaritan woman yung primary niyang rason kung bakit siya nandun. Remember si Martha complaining kasi si Mary nandun sa feet ni Jesus tapos siya gawa ng gawa ng lahat. Ano yung sinasabi sa, sabi ni Jesus sa kanya? Better yung ginawa ni Mary. Maganda yung ginawa ni Mary na nandun siya sa feet ni Jesus listening, sabi ng Bible. Listening to Jesus. Kasi ganun ang gusto ng Panginoon sa atin. That in every moment of our lives, kahit marami tayong ginagawa, ang gusto ng Panginoon, nakikinig tayo sa Kanya. It's like God saying, how would no, pwede bang you would just pause and give me a chance to respond back to you? It's just like God saying, I love you so much. I want to speak to you. I want to guide you and I want to respond to you. It's like God saying, hear me out. Nasa loob rin ako ng room. Nandito din ako. Or it's like God saying, tune in to me. Oh, you're too busy to hear. Your mind is too occupied to accommodate me. It's like God saying, I'm about to speak, but you left already. You're too distracted to even notice me. It's like God saying, give me time. Stay for a moment, just for a while. I am still speaking. Don't shut me up. I am in the room too. Meron isang character sa Bible that I really admire about listening to God, being attentive sa ating Panginoon. Ang sabi ng Genesis 22, 1-2, this is the story. Ang sabi dito is that sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham. Tapos ang sabi ni Abraham, here I am. He replied. Kapag ka narinig natin ang tinig ng Panginoon, it's easy to say na, Lord, here I am. Napakadali nun kapag ka hindi pa natin alam yung kasunod. Kasi ang kasunod, ang sabi ng Lord kay Abraham, Take your son, your only son whom you love, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain. I will show you. Easy for Abraham to say, Here I am. He made his, himself available. Alam niya, anytime. Anytime. 
pwedeng magsalita ang Panginoon. Every moment, magsasalita ang Panginoon. Ano man ang circumstance, magsasalita ang Panginoon. Even in pain, nagsasalita ang Panginoon. Even in hardship, nagsasalita ang Panginoon. Kaya alam niya agad, here I am. Alam niyo, kung ako si Abraham, kung ako lang naman, buti na lang hindi ako, I would be like, Lord, hihingin mo siya as a burnt offering, tapos ano? Paano yung pangako mo? Lord, ah, paano ko gagawin yon? Kasi mapapansin natin that every time God wants you to do something important for Him, He doesn't give you details. No. Because God will use not only your destination, but the journey to train you how to hear His voice. The whole point of praying is relationship with God. Kaya hindi binigay sa atin ang buong details Our destination ay inorchestrate na ng Panginoon ang journey for us to trust Him every step of the way. Kasi ang ano ng Lord sa Kanya, pumunta lang siya sa muraya at sasabihin sa Kanya kung saan. Pero ang nakakatuwa dito kay Abraham, hindi nung pagkakita niya nung lugar, alam niya na agad, this is the place. From a distance, na malayong lugar pa lang, alam niya na agad. Alam niyo yung feeling na kapag ka-close na close na kayo ng Lord sa prayer? It's like you don't know, but you know. It's like me, kapag kakasama ko si Stephen, minsan sasabihin niya, ewan ko kung makarelate yung mga babae kapag pumupunta sa mga shopping center o yung may bibilin kayo. Di ba madalas kaming mga babae, pag tinanong kami, ano bang inahanap mo? Hindi ko alam. Pero pag nakita ko na, yung madalas ako ganun eh. Pero pag nakita ko na, alam ko yun na yun. Si, si Abraham, nandito na siya sa stage or moment na kung saan nung nakita niya na, alam niya na, na eto na yung lugar na sinasabi ng Panginoon. Kaya, it is, kaya anong sinabi, anong ginawa niya? Ang ginawa niya is iniwan niya na yung servant niya. Kasi etong business na pupuntahan namin is about me, my son, and my God. Para bang ginagawa ng Lord is you? I will move you away from your backup plan because I want you to listen to me. Kasi the closer we are to our destiny, the smaller the crowd becomes, the louder we hear God. Na hindi ko na kailangan itong mga servants ko, yung donkey hindi ko na kailangan. Ang kailangan ko na lang mula sa stage na ito ng pagpanik namin sa kung saan i-offer ko yung anak ko. Ang kailangan ko na lang marinig ko kung ano yung sasabihin ng Panginoon. We don't need all the noise. You just need the whisper. You don't need all the noise. You just need the whisper. At habang nandun silang mag-ama sa journey, Isaac spoke up. Tapos sabi ng anak niya, the fire and the wood are here. Matalinong bata. Sabi niya, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Ha, ha, ha. Napaka, ano, napakahirap siguro para kay Abraham sagutin yung tanong ng kanyang anak. Pero Abraham answered him. Ang sabi, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. Maybe you are a pastor of the church. Marami nang nagtatanong sa'yo, Pastor, kailan tayo babalik sa physical church? Bukas na ba ang church? May church pa ba? Or you are a father of the family? Saan tayo nang pagkukuha ng pagkain bukas? Paano tayo makakabayad ng bills, ng kuryente, at saka ng tubig, or ng ating rent sa bahay? Kung nanay ka, may mga batang nagtatanong sa iyo, mga anak mo, kailan kami papasok sa school? 
Mag-e-enroll ba kami this year? O may pang-enroll ba tayo? Kung boss ka na isang kumpanya, may trabaho na po ba tayo before this month ends? O may sistema po ba ang pasok natin? Nai-imagine ko, ganyan yung pagtatanong ni Isaac kay Abraham eh. Yung hindi alam ni Abraham. Kasi hindi sinabi ng Diyos sa kanya yung lahat ng gagawin niya. Pero ang sabi, sabi dito is that sinagot siya ni Abraham sa sagot na sobrang punong-puno ng pananampalataya. Alam niya, dahil kilala niya ang Diyos niya, na ang Diyos niya hindi mangiiwan sa ere. Ang Diyos niya will provide the lamb for the burnt offering. God wants us to trust Him every step of the way. Pero ang tanong, what if God is not answering yet? Could you endure the silence? Paano kapag ang Diyos parang hindi sumasagot? Kaya mo bang i-endure? Paano habang sumusunod si Abraham, kasama niya yung anak niyang tanong ng tanong kung ano yung iaalay nila? Sa kanyang isipan, Lord, kailan ka magsasalita? Kailan mo sasabihin sa akin? Kailan kung maririnig yung tinig mo na hindi lang yung tinig from within yung naririnig ko, kundi yung tinig mo talaga mismo? Kailan mo uli ako tatawaging Abraham, Abraham? Pwede ko uli sabihin, here I am! Huwag mo nang kunin yung anak ko na pwede kong bawiin sa'yo kung ano yung, kung ano yung naoohan ko. Kailan mo uli ako tatawagin? Could we ensure that? Yung moment ng silence ng Panginoon, alam nyo, even His silence is His answer. That's why this requires intimacy. That when we pray to God, it is not just about us talking to Him. Not about ibinababa yung lahat ng listahan ng ating mga bless me list at mga give me this list. Pero it is about asking God, God, what do you want for me? Anong gusto mo para sa akin? Gusto kong marinig ang tinig mo. And in your moment of silence, alam kong nandyan ka pa rin. In your moment of silence, dahil malalim mapagkakakilala ko sa'yo, dahil pinatunayan mo na ng ilang beses sa akin na ikaw ang Diyos na sumasagot, even in your moments of silence, alam kong nangungusap ka, hindi mo ko pinababayaan. Tahimik ang Lord, under pressure, pero attentive pa rin sa Lord, si Abraham. Genesis 22, 10-12, Then he reached out his hand, he was about to to slay yung kanyang anak. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven. This time, twice. Ang sabi ng Lord, ang sabi ng angel of the Lord, Abraham! Abraham! I could imagine Abraham for three days. Hindi ka narinig yung pangalan ko. For three days, hindi kita narinig audibly. For three days, inaantay kong tawagin mo uli yung pangalan ko. I am available, Lord. I am still here. Kasi ang sagot niya, here I am. Ready pa rin akong makinig. Ready pa rin ako na, na kung ano man ang sasabihin mo. Kung gusto mo mang ituloy ito, I am still here. I don't know what goes around sa mind ni Abraham. But one thing I do know, he trusts God more. More than do sa kanyang nararamdaman. More than sa kanyang mga needs. And God God is telling all, all of us, calling us by name, Jenny, Jenny. The question is, ang sagot ko ba, here I am. And God is calling you by name twice. The question is, are we still saying, Lord, here I am. Do not do anything to Him. 
Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. If Abraham couldn't hear well, malamang pinatay niya si Isaac. Kasi ang huli niyang narinig sa Panginoon, gawin mong burnt offering yung anak mo para sa akin. Pero what's the good thing about Abraham? He knows how to listen. That's the only thing that I wanted to leave to all of us today. That as we come to God in prayer, maupo ka muna, magpahinga ka muna, tanungin mo rin ang Panginoon, Lord, ano naman po ang sasabihin mo sa akin? Sige po, palapakan natin ang Panginoon. Amen. Praise God. Sige, malakas palapak para sa ating Panginoon. Amen. Malinaw na malinaw na diniskas sa atin ni Jenny, mga kapatid, that prayer is not just talking to God, but also listening to God. Prayer is about communion, uh, being one with our God. Sabi nga nila, pagka pinapadefine ng prayer, ang laging definition natin is prayer is about talking to God. And in this series, mga kapatid, we're talking about two of the most important Christian arsenal, which is prayer and praise. And in, in, in definition, if prayer is talking to God, I believe that praise is talking about God. When you praise God, you're talking about His goodness. You're talking about His faithfulness. You're celebrating the goodness of God in your life and in my life. And kung kayo mga kapatid can, can testify that God has been good to you in good times and in bad, na naging mabuti ang Panginoon sa inyo, hindi kayo pinabayaan, please leave a comment below. Maybe a, a hands up emoji, maybe a heart emoji, maybe a fist bump emoji testifying that God has been good to all of us. And when we praise God, I believe that praise is unselfish. Kapag ikaw ay nagpupuri, tinatanggal mo ang atensyon sa sarili mo at binibigyan mo ng credit ang Panginoon sa kanyang kabutihan sa bawat isa sa atin. Pero ang malaking problema ng marami sa atin, paano nga naman ako mag-worship? Paano nga naman ako magpupuri sa Panginoon if I don't know what lies ahead? If I don't know what I'm about to go through? But alam niyo mga kapatid, one thing I've learned in my life and in our life, and maybe through leadership and pastoring, that praising and worshiping God is not just focusing on what you don't know, but praising God is focusing on the God that you know. When you praise God, you are focusing sino ang Diyos sa iyong buhay. If you know that your God is your provider, if you know that God is your healer, mga kapatid, why don't you emphasize on the healing instead of the sickness? Why don't you emphasize on the provision instead of the lack? Focusing on God, praising Him and celebrating His goodness in, in your life. And mga, nung, nung nakaraan linggo, mga kapatid, uh, pinag-usapan natin through praising is, is about the story of Paul in Acts chapter 16 kung saan si Paul and Silas ay nagpuri nung nasa loob sila ng kulungan. Actually, when you read the context, I wish we have time, nung, nung time na yon, diniscuss ko sa inyo and I, will, I want to catch up on that kasi si Paul, mga kapatid, ay nasa second mission niya papunta sa Philippi. At nung sila'y nandun na sa Philippi, nakasalubong nila itong slave girl na namamalimos Pero meron siyang kakaibang talent. Ang kanyang talent is fortune telling. Kaya siya marunong mag fortune telling kasi yung babaeng ito ay possessed by the, de- by the devil, by the demon. <laughs> Ang babaeng ito ay possessed ng devil. Huwag kayong tumingin sa katabi nyo, huwag niyong tignan nyo nasa taas ng chat ninyo, hindi yan possessed. Okay? Amen? Itong babaeng ito ay possessed ng devil at dahil sa siya ay possessed, meron siyang abilidad na manghula o magsabihin na natin fortune teller. At dahil sa kanyang abilidad na manghula, merong mga sindikatong humahawak sa kanya. And, and, and surprisingly, mga kapatid, nung si Paul and Silas ay nandun sa Philippi, 
Amen? Itong babaeng ito ay laging nakasunod kay Paul and Silas. Para silang ginugulo. Parang binobroadcast. Oy, itong dalawang ito, alam nila ang daan. Alam nila na ito, uh, kilala nila yung Kristo na magbibigay sa inyo ng salvation. And araw-araw, mga kapatid, take note of this. We're gonna go back to this. Araw-araw, itong slave girl na ito ay laging sumusunod kay Paul and Silas. Again, araw-araw. At dahil araw-araw, yun yung context ng Acts 16, dahil araw-araw na nakasunod yung slave girl na ito, mga kapatid, si Paul na annoyed. Nainis na siya. Kaya ang ginawa ni Paul, one day, hinarap niya itong babaeng ito at kinas out niya yung demon sa babaeng ito. And of course, our God is powerful. Ang just ni Paul ay powerful. Yung demon sa loob ng babaeng ito ay umalis. At dahil umalis yung demon na wala yung abilidad niyang manghula, at dahil nawala yung abilidad niya manghula, nawala na rin ang pagkakakitaan yung sindikatong umawag sa kanya. Kaya yung sindikatong ito, dinakip si Paul and Silas, hindi dinaan sa due process, ikinulong itong dalawang ito. Kinasuhan ng civil and criminal charge. Amen? In fact, mga kapatid, bago pa ikulong si Paul and Silas, sila ay, inal, uh, sila ay hinampas, they were beaten, wounded, bago sila dinala sa jail. And then we will catch up with the story in verse 25. Kasi ang sabi ng verse 25, about midnight, lagay nyo nga po sa comment section, midnight, nung ating gabi na, this is interesting, exciting, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. Hallelujah. Covered in prayer, armed with praise. And look at this, look at this detail, and the other prisoners were listening to them. And then suddenly, there was, a, there was such a great violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, immediately. I love that. Yung salitang suddenly at immediately nasa isang verse. At once, all the prison doors flew open. Everyone's chain came loose. The jailer woke up. And when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought, the prisoners had escaped. So yung warden, responsible siya dun sa kulungan. At ang, ang Roman rule, kapag nakawala, lahat ng iyong binabantayan, death sentence lang katumbas ito sa iyo. So bago pa siya kasuhan o bago pa siya i-charge to death, inunahan niya na he's about to kill himself kasi feel, ang, 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 ang alam niya nakatakas ang lahat ng prisoner. But look at this, verse 28. But Paul shouted, Don't harm yourself! We are all here! Of course, you're not all here. <laughs> Pero yung prisoners, nung, naka, nung, nung bunoksan lahat ng mga ng prison doors, ang sabi niya, huwag mong patayin na sarili mo, nandito kaming lahat. Pero that's interesting mga kapatid, because of all the things that Paul and Silas have done, they followed God. Wala silang ginawang mali. They were falsely accused. Amen? They were beaten, wounded, chained, charged to death. Pero sa kabila ng lahat ng kanilang pagsunod, ano nangyari? Kinulong pa rin sila. At ang kulungan, of course, is a filthy, wet, dark prison. Pero sa gitna ng lahat ng kanilang pinagdaanan, instead of grumbling, instead of complaining, they chose to worship God. Maybe they were thinking, okay, papatayin lang, na lang din naman tayo ng mga taong ito. Might as well praise the Lord. They sing and praise to God. But look at the detail again, verse 25. Nung sila'y nagpupurit na nanalangin, ang sabi ng scripture, the prisoners were listening to them. Now, that's an interesting detail 
Kasi ang napipicture out natin, kulungan dito sa Pilipinas, which is tabi-tabi lang at nagkakarinigan kahit bulungan. But of course, this is a Roman jail. This is a Jewish jail. Hindi ito yung kulungan na katulad sa atin na plywood lang pagitan minsan. No, of course. Ang pagitan ng mga prison walls, ang mga prison walls, thick walls. Makakapal ng mga pader. Pero narinig pa rin sila Paul and Silas at midnight. Which means, mga kapatid, yung kanilang panalangin at yung kanilang pagpupuri is loud enough ooh, for others to hear. Amen. And if they can do that while they were wounded, beaten, charged to death, I don't know why. Bakit marami mga Christians nowadays ay parang plywood na nga lang pagitan, eh hiyang-hiya pa tayong purihin at sampay ng ating Panginoon. Let me ask you this question. Nahihiya ka ba na, na marinig ng iba ang mga pagpupuri mo? Nahihiya ka ba na malaman ng iba na Kristiyano ka? Nahihiya ka bang magpatugtog ng Christian song baka sabihan kang badoy? Oh. I don't know why. Kasi minsan, naiiyan na nga tayo, judgmental pa tayo sa iba. Pag nagpatugtog sila ng Christian song, pagtugtog pa ng Christian song, di naman Christianong totoo yan. Because sometimes, mga kapatid, hindi natin ma-appreciate kung bakit malakas yung boses ng katabi natin. Hindi natin ma-appreciate ba't maingay sila sa comments. Hindi natin ma-appreciate bakit baliw na baliw silang gusto na makabalik sa church. Kasi hindi natin pinagdaanan yung pinagdadaanan nila. Ano mga kapatid, nung dumaan kami sa kakulangan, dun ko na-appreciate na mahirap magpuri kapag ikaw ay may kakulangan. Minsan, idadaan ka ng Panginoon sa mga prison walls para ma-realize mo how hard it is to choose to worship God. Kung ako ang nasa paana, o ako ang nasa sapatos ni Paul and Silas, ako, sure ako, done. Mananalangin pa rin ako. Kung ako, ako si Paul, hindi mo maaalis sa akin yung magpipray ako. Pero laman ng prayer ko, puro tanong. Ang laman ng prayer ko, puro complain. But look at this, guys. Si Paul and Silas, sinunod nila ang Holy Spirit. Wala naman talaga sila doon in the first place. Dapat, utos ng Holy Spirit kung ba't sila pumunta doon. P- hindi nila pinili, pero napunta pa rin sila sa suffering. Napunta pa rin sila sa imprisonment. Puro tanong ko ako yung. Pero anong ginawa nila Paul and Silas? They chose to worship God. At yung klase ng pagpupuri nila sa Panginoon is so loud. The presence of God was so thick. Alam nyo, Nung, pinag, nung binabasa ko nga ulit ito, sabi ko, ano kayang klaseng pagpupuri ang ginawa nila? Ano kayang klaseng tono yung kinakanta nila? Ano kayang klaseng pagpupuri? Kasi, lumindul eh. Dito kasi sa Pilipinas, pag sintunado ka, kumanta ka, ano nangyayon, umuulan. Pero pag napalindul mo, ibang klase yun, brad. What kind of praise, what, what, what songs are they singing that they made God move the earth? Literally. Literally. Talagang lumindol, my friend. Their, bro, uh, their chains were broken and they were set free. So kung ano man meron sa kanila nito, mga kapatid, we want that. I want this one. I want God to move when I pray. I want God to move when I praise. So I ask myself, ano kayang meron sa kanila na posible natin makuha? Ano kayang meron sa pagpupuri nila na pwede natin i-adapt? Para kung anong epekto ng praise sa kanila mangyari sa ating buhay. Kung nagkaroon ng freedom, magkaroon sa atin ng freedom. Kung nagkaroon sila ng breakthrough, literal na breakthrough, eh magkaroon tayo ng spiritual breakthrough. Isa sa nakita ko mga kapatid, dalawa lang to, is number one, yung frequency. Frequency. Sabi nyo nga, frequency. Tignan nyo nila yung comment sa taas nyo kung ano spelling ng frequency. <laughs> Sabi nyo ulit, frequency. Kung baga yung dalas. Kung baga kung gano'ng kadalas, yung frequency. 
Gano'ng kadalas? I believe mga kapatid na isa sa mga susi kung bakit pinakinggan ng Lord ang praising nila Paul and Silas. Kasi yung frequency nila ng pagpupuri, hindi yung kung kailan lang nila gusto. It becomes their lifestyle. Let me prove that to you. Bago sila mapudpad sa kulungan, at sabi ko sa inyo kanina, merong slave girl na namamalimos na sunod ng sunod sa kanila. At sabi ko rin sa inyo kanina, tandaan nyo, i-mark nyo to kasi babalikan natin, right? Ano ang sabi ko? Gano'n sila kadala sinusundan ng babaeng to Every day. So ibig sabihin, every time na sila pupunta sa house of prayer, watch this, ah! watch this. Excited ako dito. Every day sinusundan sila ng babaeng ito. At saan pumupunta si Paul and Silas? Sa house of prayer. Pupunta sila sa sinagog and every day sinusundan sila ng babaeng ito. Ibig sabihin, brat, kung 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 araw-araw silang sinusundan ibig sabihin araw-araw silang nasa sinagog <laughs> ba sila susundan ko wala naman sila sa church so kung araw-araw silang sinusundan ibig sabihin araw-araw silang nasa church para manalangin so ibig sabihin si Paul and Silas kahit nasa town of Philippi hindi yun makakahad lang sa kanila para sila ay magpuri sa ating Panginoon as sabi sa verse 17, she followed Paul and Peter and the rest of us shouting, these men are servants of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be saved. Look at this, verse 18. She kept this up for many days. Araw-araw, my friend. Araw-araw may sumusunod, ibig sabihin araw-araw may praising. Araw-araw may praying. They pray every day, they praise every day. Ibig sabihin, mga kapatid, every day on their way to pray. By rhyming yan, ha? The girl is taunting them. Ah, itong mga taong to, alam nila ang daan. Ibig sabihin, araw-araw papunta dun sa house of synagogue, may kaaway sila. Araw-araw may opposition. And let me encourage you, mga kapatid, if there is an everyday enemy, there should be an everyday praise. Kung araw-araw may kaaway, dapat araw-araw may pagpupuri. Kung araw-araw may nakasunod sa yung problema, kung araw-araw may nakasunod sa yung struggle, kung araw-araw may nakasunod sa yung enemy, dapat araw-araw ka rin nagpupuri. Now I understand yung sinasabi ng Psalms 34 verse 1 that I will bless the Lord at all times and His praise shall what? Shall continually be in my mouth. Kasi you can be in the hospital and still praise. You can still be mourning and still praise. You can be in luck and still praise. You can be sick and still praise. I will bless the Lord whether I feel good or don't feel good because I will bless the Lord at all times. So ibig sabihin, very important na yung prayer mo, hindi lang kung kailan mo type. Yung praising mo kung kailan mo lang gusto. Kasi kung kailan mo lang gusto mag-pray, doon ka lang magpe-pray, yung kaaway, hindi siya aatake kung kailan niya lang gusto. Araw-araw may nakasunod sa yung kaaway, araw-araw may threat sa pagiging kresyano mo, and you need to use your weapon to defend yourself. And actually, para maging offensive, napabagsakin ang lahat ng kaaway sa ating buhay. Hallelujah! Hindi ko kayo naririnig, sila lang naririnig ko, mga kapatid. Let me know in the comment section if this is blessing you, mga kapatid. So, Araw-araw nandun, until napuno na si Paul, pinalayas niya, nakulong siya. <laughs> so, ibig sabihin, naistorbo yung kanilang pananalangin, hindi sila natuloy, so tinuloy nila sa kulungan. Right? At midnight, ang sabi ng scripture. Siguro sabi ni Paul, wala naman tayong gagawin. Eh. Kaysa mag-complain tayo. Ating gabi na, baka marinig tayo. No? At midnight. 
And kung kayo taga-Jia, alam na alam nyo to. Topic 6 siya, if I'm not mistaken, so module 1. Praise and worship. At midnight. Na kahit anong dark moments, and ang midnight is the darkest part of the night, what would you do? Would you praise God? How would you respond sa mga midnight circumstances ng buhay mo? Would you complain? Or would you pray? Would you grumble? Or would you praise? Because listen to me guys. <sighs> Alam ko may COVID pa. Alam ko may struggle pa. Alam ko may kakulangan. Alam ko na walang ka ng trabaho. Alam kong hindi, bilang na lang sa araw yung pinapasok mo sa trabaho. Pero flash report. report. Kahit matapos yung COVID, magkakasakit ka pa rin. Kahit matapos yung COVID, magkukulang pa rin tayo. You will be challenged, you will be sick, you will be afraid. You will be in trouble. But hopefully, not troubled. Amen? You will be afraid, you will be sick, you will be challenged. But in the midst of all these circumstances, I challenge you. In the midnight hour, praise. We all know that. But this is something, may niribil ang Panginoon sa akin dito that I've never seen in this text. Let me put it in the context. I've read this verse many times, read this chapter many times, but I've never seen it this way. Look at this again. Asabi, at midnight. Are you ready for this? At midnight. So nung hating gabi na nagpupuri sila. Pero hindi sinabing nung hating gabi sila nagsimula. Pwedeng inabutan na sila ng hating gabi. Right? Is this making sense, mga kapatid? Kasi lifestyle eh. Amen? Hindi ka nagaantay lang ng darkest moment bago ka mag-pray, bago ka mag- hindi, hindi mo kailangan, hindi ka mag-aantay na busted ka bago ka magpuri. Yeah. Hindi mo aantay mag-break kayo bago ka magpuri. Amen. Hindi mo aantay magkulang ka bago ka magpuri. Hindi mo aantay magkasakit. Minsan inaabutan ka ng sakit habang nagpupuri ka. But you don't have to wait for the midnight bago ka magpuri kasi pwede naman talaga. This verse is implying na pwedeng inabutan lang sila ng midnight. And I read and I dig and the original language suggests that they were praising God for a long time. Already. Already. Amen? So, posible kaya na kaya walang power ang prayer natin? Posible kaya na kaya walang power ang praising natin kasi minsanan lang natin gawin? Hindi frequent? Hindi madalas? Kung kailan lang may pagsubok, doon lang tayo nagpupuri? Kung kailan lang tayo may pangangailangan, doon lang tayo nananalangin. Mga kapatid, ang prayer, hindi lang pang emergency. Sabi nga ni Jenny, and I will emphasize with that again, ang praising the Lord, hindi lang din pang emergency. Ang praising the Lord, hindi lang kapag may problema, hindi lang kapag malungkot, hindi ka lang nagpupuri dahil takot ka sa COVID. Hindi ka lang nananalangin kasi may nagpositive na kapitbahay mo sa COVID. Hindi ka lang nagpupuri sa ating Panginoon at humihingi ka ng blessing dahil wala kang pambayad sa ospital o wala kang pantuition o exam mo na online at hindi mo pa alam, hindi ka nakikinig kasi sa online, nagtatago ka sa Zoom, hindi ka nakapag-review. Hindi lang dahil may mahalagang desisyon, araw-araw. Dapat tayo nagpupuri sa ating Panginoon. Lagay niya sa comment section mga kapatid, araw-araw I will choose to praise God. Kailan po kaya darating yung pagkakataon? Excited na ako dito. Na yung mga kristyano, at least yung mga taga-Jia Kamanaba, kahit walang kailangan nagpupuri. Kahit walang pagsubok nagpupuri. Kahit walang pera nagpupuri. Yung kahit walang-wala na, meron pa rin pagpapasalamat sa ating Panginoon. Kasi alam nyo nangyari? Dahil lifestyle ni Paul and Silas ang pagpupuri at ang mga prisoners naririnig sila. Sabi ng verse 26, suddenly, immediately, ang kanilang mga chains nakalag. 
suddenly nagkaroon ng earthquake na hindi nakakamatay, kundi nakakapagpalaya. Suddenly. But like, take note of this. I believe that God is a God of suddenly. I believe that God is a God of immediately. Ang Diyos kaya niyang suddenly ibigay lahat ng ating pangangailangan. Suddenly, pagalingin tayo kahit hindi tayo mapagaling ng doktor. Suddenly, i-provide ang lahat ng ating Kaya ng Diyos yun. But always remember, yung suddenly dumating pagkatapos ng praise. Hindi na una yung suddenly bago sila nagpuri. Nagpuri sila, kaya suddenly, come on, may kausap ako dito mga kapatid, kaya dumating ang blessing. Ibig sabihin mga kapatid, midnight, yung midnight, okay, let me rephrase. Nung midnight, hindi sila nagsimulang manalangin. Nung midnight, doon nagsimulang kumilos ang Diyos. In the midnight hour, in the sudden list, in the immediate list, your God can do that. Let me just remind you, your God can do more than just paying your rent. Your God can do more than just paying your electricity bills. Huwag mong maliitin ang Diyos mo. Kaya ng Diyos magpababa ng lindol at palayain ka sa anumang change na kayong kinababalangan. Huwag mong, huwag mong maliitin ang Diyos that you, your God can do more than just healing your sore throat. Your God can do more than just healing that fever or that cold or that upo or whatever it is. You are serving a God who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can think or imagine. But take note, the suddenly came after the praise. The freedom came after the praise. Posible kayang wal, kaya walang power ang ating prayer? Kasi minsanan lang natin gamitin ang ating prayer at ang ating pagpupuri. Frequency is very important. Number two, and I will close with this. Depth is very important. Hindi lang yung frequency, kundi yung lalim ng pagpupuri natin sa Panginoon. Excited na ako dito, kahit hindi excited yung mga kasama ko rito. Okay. Bakit mga kapatid? Nung, ito, ito matid dito. Nung nakalagan na, nung, 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 nung yung prison, prison walls ay na-open na at lahat sila ay nakalabas na, tignan nyo ito nangyari, verse 27. Nagising ngayon yung jailer na galing sa pagkakatulog. Can you imagine that? Ikaw yung warden, guro, anto ka, paggising mo, lahat, nakawala na. Oh no, death sentence to, mamamatay na rin ako. Kumuha siya ng sword para patayin ang kanyang sarili. Pero sabi ni Paul, hey, 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 actually with a loud voice pa nga, Paul shouted, sabi niya, hey, huwag mong patayin sarili mo. Look at this last part. Don't harm yourself. We are all here. Have you seen that? Have you seen that? Hindi ko lang kung nag-guess na ng mga nandito. Hindi ko lang kung nag-guess nyo na. Sunday na ngayon, nag-guess nyo na. Okay? Kasi nung nirecord to, hindi pa nila guess. Guess nyo na mga kapatid. Sabi nila, don't harm yourself. We are all here. Okay. Let me just emphasize again. Hindi lang yung yung kulungan nila Paul and Silas ang nabuksan. Lahat nabuksan. Teka. Okay. Things to ponder. Look at this. Kung ikaw nakakulong at nabuksan yung kulungan, ano una-una mong gagawin? Tatakas ka right. So nagsisinungaling ba si Pablo para sabihin niya, we are all here? Look at that. Wala na yung prison walls, pero mas pinili nilang manatili. Kesa lumabas. Ang tanong, bakit nandun pa rin ang mga prisoners? 
Hindi talaga aksidente ang Bible. Eh. Sabi ng Psalms 22, di ba? Sabi ko rin sa inyo last Sunday, God inhabits the praises of His people. Ano nga yung Hebrew word doon kung natatandaan nyo pa? God occupies. So ibig sabihin, kapag nagpupuri ka sa bahay mo, iniimbitan mo ang Diyos na i-occupy ng presence niya ang iyong bahay. Kung nagpupuri ka ngayon sa kitchen habang naikinig nito, iniimbitan mo ang Panginoon na dalawin ka sa kitchen na yan. Iniimbitan mo ang Panginoon na kung saan ka man naroon. When you are praising God in the living room, you are inviting God to occupy that place. Inviting God to dwell in that place. So when you praise God, you invite God and allow God to enter into that situation. So I believe, mga kapatid, with all my heart, I'm so convinced na kaya hindi kagad lumabas yung mga preso because they enjoyed the presence of God. Mas gugustuhin ko nang nasa loob ako ng kulungan pero kasama ang Panginoon. <laughs> Kesa nasa labas ako ng kulungan pero wala ang presensya ng ating Panginoon. Can you hear me mga kapatid? I would rather stay in the fire with God rather than get out of the fire without God. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? I would rather choose to go out oh sorry, I would rather choose to stay with God than go out quarantine without God. Could it be mga kapatid that just because they really worship God, darating sa pagkakataon na I don't care if I will go out anymore. I don't care kung ano pa mangyari sa akin as long as I have God. Kaya pala sabi ni Jenny kanina, sabi ni Moses, di ba, kinote niya, if your presence doesn't go with us, we don't want to leave this place. Why? Because in God's presence, in your presence, Lord, that's where I am strong. In your presence, Lord, I have peace. In your presence, Lord, there is fullness of joy. I just want to be where you are. Dwelling daily in your presence. We always sing that song nung kami bago pala nagsaserve. I just want to be where you are. Dwelling daily in your presence. Take me to the place where you are. I just want to be with you. Lord, if your presence doesn't go with us, we don't want to leave this place. I want to encourage you, church. Kamusta lalim ng pagpupuri natin sa Panginoon? Sabi ng Psalms 103, Bless the Lord, O my soul and all. Underline that. All. Kung may Bible kayo, bilugan nyo yan. All that is within me. Kasi posible, mga kapatid, that there is something in you that doesn't want to glorify God. But look at this psalm. Sabi ni David, Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all. Lahat-lahat. Wala akong tinitira. I need that weapon. I need a weapon of prayer. And I need a weapon of praise. Look at this, mga kapatid. Alam nyo, if you are armed with praise, you are dangerous to your enemy. You are. Mabilis ba pagkakasabi ko? Pagalan ko, ha? If you are armed with praise, you are dangerous to our enemy. Pagalan ko pa. If you are armed with praise, you are dangerous 
to your enemy. Wala kang pinipiling lugar, wala kang pinipiling pagkakataon, wala kang pinipiling circumstance. Look at Job. He lost literally everything. Anong ginawa ni Job after? He shaved his head. Nagpakalbo. Huwag niyong gagawin yan. He shaved his head and worshiped God. And he said, Though he slay me, yet I will praise him. Bakit? Para kay Job, what I have is not the foundation of my relationship to you. So even though I don't have it, I will praise the Lord. Mga kapatid, let me tell you this. Alam ko mahirap ang pinagdadaanan natin. Mahirap ang circumstance natin. Mahirap na nagdadaan tayo sa pandemic na ito. I understand that. We all go through that the same pandemic, mga kapatid. Pero let me just encourage you. Let me just remind you this. Hindi mahirap maghanap ng pwedeng ipagpasalamat sa Panginoon. Hindi mahirap. Buksan mo lang yung mata mo. Meron na kagad. Na nakakakita ka pa. That is something that we should be grateful for. Wala ka pa nakikita. Yun lang na buksan mo ang mata mo at nakakita ka is enough for you to glorify God and say, Lord, thank you. The thought and the reality, mga kapatid, that God's presence is with you, that God's presence will not overtake you, is enough reason for us to say, I'm gonna sing in the middle of my storm. I'm gonna worship God while I'm in prison. I'm gonna worship God even in the darkest hour, in the darkest moment of our life. Hindi ako mag-aantay ng midnight bago magpuri. It will be my lifestyle. I will praise the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will rejoice in the Lord always. I will glorify God in every circumstance. Even when I'm sick. Even when I have nothing. Even walang pera. Even may sakit. Even may trouble. I will choose to worship and praise the Lord for His good and His mercy endured forever. Father, we thank You for this wonderful moment. I know that You are in this place. I know, Lord God, na ang aming buhay ay batid mo. Alam mo, hindi lang ang aming pinagdadaanan kundi ang laman ng aming puso. Lord, here we are praying and praising You, God. Not just through our lips, but through our hearts. We don't want to serve without your presence, without your anointing, without your guidance. We don't want to decide, Lord God, without your presence. Your presence is a source of our strength. Your presence is the source of our joy. Your presence is the source of our peace. And right now, Lord God, as we keep on declaring through our songs, our decision, our desire, Lord God, to say, we're going to sing. We're going to focus not on the problem, not on the things that we don't know. We're going to focus not with the uncertainty, but the certainty of who our God is. That you are so good. That you are so wonderful. So, so magnificent. You are in control, Lord God. That in every situation, we need the Lord. To you be all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say, Amen. Come on, let's sing this song. Thank you again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe or follow our podcast channel for past episodes. 
If you want to support this ministry financially, you can do so by sending us an email at gsmnb at gmail.com. Thank you and God bless.